welcome to There's No Fixin' The Butter, the podcast. This is an epic episode. We've reached 20, gentlemen. 20! 20? Yeah. And do we have a show for you? But before we get into that, I'm joined by my best friend for the long fucking time, Mr. Cozy. Hello, everyone. And my cousin for even longer of a time, Rich. Yeah. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> How y'all doing? Right, give me a give me a good old clap. <laughs> we are uh, gonna dive back into song drafts, if you will. Uh, a little game we played a long time back. We've uh, picked four more artists each, and we're forced to listen to those artists. <laughs> and we'll get into that in just a little bit. But before we go there, there's some foreshadowing there. <laughs> yeah, I'm not angry at all. I didn't have a headache at all. It's great. We'll get into that. Uh, but before we do. Something of giant significance, if you will, happened to one of the co-hosts here this uh, past week, or has it been a week and a half now? It hasn't even been a week yet. Oh my god! Yeah, okay. It just yeah. seems so long ago already. But yeah, uh, Richie, uh... man, no one in the world would ask for this to happen to them, or even an enemy. What's going on? Oh man, so a big ass tree fell on my house. And it didn't just fall on my house. It literally punched a soccer ball sized hole in the wall upstairs in uh, my wife's office. So that's, that's what, 20 feet from where you're sitting now? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right about there. Thankfully, nobody was home. I will leave part of, I'll, I'll leave like the actual business out of it, but um, the, the police in Brockport, apparently somehow knew where I worked. So they went to the local office Whoa. and started asking for me. And uh, they didn't know who I was because I, I don't work there. So they called my old office, oh. not the office that I'm currently at. Sure. They gave, passed along my number. And one of the supervisors from the local office here in Brockport gave me a call as I was on my way home to check on the animals because I noticed that we were out of power. So I just wanted to make sure they were warm. And he was like, hey, man, I hate to be the one to tell you this, but I guess there's a tree on your house. I don't know how bad it is, but I figured I should let you know. And I was like, yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, thankfully, it fell in like the most perfect spot it could have been much much worse the dog was fine the cat was fine those were my two biggest concerns as i'm driving 35 miles an hour in the storm to get home <laughs> that's the part we're all missing is uh you guys back home got nailed oh, yeah. with, a with a blizzard oh yes the which caused this tree to fall <laughs> The blizzard of 22 with 60 plus mile an hour winds. Yeah, I rushed home, made sure the cat and dog were okay. They were both fine. Then I checked to see where the damage was. And as soon as I came up my stairs, I could see rubble in the mm, hallway. That's not good. And I was like, oh no. And I look and there's just a fucking basketball size hole just in the wall i'm looking outside i then checked my wife's computer and that was good too so that was that was a plus that's not what you told the insurance company 
total loss <laughs> total <laughs> loss oh man yeah so um it took us what four days from the time of it happening to actually getting approval and the tree removed so it happened what friday we went the rest of friday saturday sunday monday sorry it took five days holy uh they came yesterday and finally took the tree down they did all that in a very short amount of time like hour and a half tree off the house damn didn't break anything else which i was sad about (laughs) (laughs) like hey is there any looking like shit you mind throwing that through the window (laughs) you throw that through like the living room television (laughs) i could use a new one of those let me bring that out here for you just make sure you guys do your best to not miss it. Yeah. <laughs> no, not the pictures of grandma. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So that was fun. Uh, the adjuster was finally out here today. Uh, she lives in Buffalo. So she had travel bans and oh, they got lifted yesterday. She came out and actually took a look at everything. So, yeah, now I got to find a roofer, an electrician, somebody who does framing, somebody who wants to work with plaster and lath. You need yourself a general contractor. Yes. Uh, Thankfully, because of the line of work my wife is in, she has some connections to those type of people. Mm. Uh, So she is going to be calling a couple of those people tomorrow to see what, what they can do. Um, so a couple of questions hit me. So you found out through the local PD kind of, um, I actually never talked to the local PD, just the local office of my employment. Okay. All right. So someone at work told you, so I didn't know if like a neighbor or your wife had called you. So we'll consider this, especially given the, the weather, we'll just say this is a, a crisis sure how how are the two of you in that situation you both is are either one of you freaking out are you guys both pretty like calm is one one way one the other how, uh, how, how, <laughs> so how's it go to start mostly because neither of us were home uh and as soon as i found out i figured it best to you know tell my wife before i got home especially because I still had a long way and I was freaking out because I didn't know where the tree fell. Okay. Um, so we were both worried about the animal safety sure. first and foremost. Um, no kids, but those are our kids. So, you know, we're worried about them before everything else that all can be replaced. They count. Um, yes. So we immediate reaction was, terror and uh you know an overabundance of anxiety um then we both got home uh took a look at the damage and everything kind of inhaled and exhaled real quick and then felicia jumped in and was like all right this is what we got to do this is who we got to contact because the this is the order things have to be done because her job deals with that kind of stuff sure So she was kind of the cool and collected. 
to start, but then it came down to trying to um, figure out where we were going to sleep. Uh, because even though the house is livable, even with the tree on it, um, we had no power. Yeah. And even with blankets by the door and that door closed to her office, it was still freezing in here. So we actually, I called my parents and thankfully they said no, because it would have been a much worse of a drive. Um, called my parents to see if we could drop the dog off there because they have a backyard. They could let him out. He could hang out, be inside. They said no because there was travel bans and everything and weather was horrible, which I get. And I'm thankful for that because we made two trips to uh, like 25 minutes away heading towards Rochester. And it was the scariest driving conditions I've ever driven in. You, you couldn't see more than five feet in front of you. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're driving with four ways on doing 10 miles an hour and still sliding. I've been kind of in that on our honeymoon heading to Chicago. I didn't know where the road began and the grass ended. Start, type yeah. Deal. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was just like, um, where are we? <laughs> Yeah, I so, guess I'm going the right way. Yeah, it's nerve wracking. So bad, like white knuckle driving the entire time. Yeah, so we ended up we dropped the cat off at Felicia's grandma's house. She had a spare bathroom that we could leave the cat in for a couple days because grandma never lost power. Uh, That's wild to think that your grandmother never lost power in that house in that kind of. Actually, my grandma didn't lose power either, but they did have a pipe freeze. Okay. But her grandma's house, much nicer. (laughs) And she didn't lose power, thankfully. But, yeah, so we drove there, dropped the cat off, drove back here, picked up the dog, started heading to a hotel. But we stopped at McDonald's first to get some food. And I got an email saying power had been restored. So I called to see if there was any kind of cancellation fee. And because of the weather, they were ever so kind to not charge us. So we just came home. All right. Sweet. Uh, we slept downstairs for two days oh, until it warmed sweet. it back up up here. But so, Chris, did you get any like smidgen of the same kind of weather that like Western New York got? That is probably the best word to use, actually, was a smidgen. Um, smidgen. <laughs> we, we got the temperatures minus 35, minus 40 wind chill about. But like maybe two inches of snow. Okay. Three inches max, and it's already gone. Was it snowing or blowing around like it was? Yeah, a lot of of, um, drift piles walking through that all day. And it rained beforehand. Yep. Yeah. So that didn't help anything either. Um, Nope. And uh, I was just slipping around on ice all day today, even though it was 45 to 50 degrees outside. It was beautiful. (laughs) And, yeah, uh, but you know, I kept going, whoa, whoa, <laughs> please don't fall, you know. Oh man, why can't people shovel their sidewalks? Yeah, uh, I believe that was a different draft. <laughs> Speaking of, yeah, Richie, um, about a I week ago, help. yeah, this, this is our segue. About a week ago, about eight o'clock at night, and it was, I think. 
Yeah, November the 21st. So that's going to be the like the sh- shortest amount of daylight, the darkest day of the year. But even though, you know, eight o'clock at night, you expect it to be dark. I don't know if you remember, but uh, a couple episodes back, we had the people that you hate draft. <laughs> I remember. Richie drafted somebody into my existence. Oh, I sure did. <laughs> And this person appeared to me at eight o'clock at night on the 190 southbound. So on the throughway was a <laughs> wrong way cyclist. Oh no. With some jackass on his bicycle on the throughway at night. Isn't that illegal? Yes. I thought so. <laughs> wow. Cozy yes. called me. I did. I and I was like, what's wrong? Cozy is calling me. <laughs> Yeah, this can't be good. I have to answer. <laughs> the best part of that, yeah, is Richie's like, oh my God, is everything okay? What's wrong? <laughs> and then he didn't say anything for a couple of seconds because I was I was telling him what had happened to me. But then in the background, Felicia comes running in. She's like, what? Oh my God, what? what's going on? <laughs> she heard Richie's reaction. Oh not knowing God. it was me complaining about an idiot on a bicycle on the thruway. That's amazing. Yeah, I can't believe that it happened, let alone on the expressway at night. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's, oh, why are people stupid? Oh, and this people is why I hate wrong way cyclists. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> rightfully so. Jesus, yeah, th- this guy took it, and, you know, turned the dial to 11 and said, let's go. No one's going to stop me from cycling. Oh man, I couldn't and believe it. It, it was kind of chilly that day, too. Yeah. Oh man. And I don't know, like it's not is is I don't know how much faster you would be getting somewhere on the throughway on a bike <laughs> that it's worth that risk. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, the injury has gotta be oh my god. And the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing, man. Uh, that, that was a that was a first. It was definitely a first, and uh, hopefully a last for me. I hope so. That's never how I intended that. <laughs> <laughs> sure, I can't believe it worked. You, yeah, you willed this guy into my existence. I don't appreciate it. Stop it. And, and, Stop and going it. back, going back to look at uh, my my people I hate that got <laughs> drafted. Uh, I think that one, that one, the U-turners and no turn signals might, might be the only other people who actually pose some sort of threat to my existence. Now, tailgaters in the left lane, maybe, but uh, yeah, wrong way cyclists. (laughs) Terrifying at nighttime. Like, what? Yeah, who knew? Who knew? (laughs) Not cool. Yeah, uh, I have not experienced anything like that. So I don't, I don't recommend, I don't recommend it. So uh, without further ado, Butter 20 has our four artists and go. And um, Chris, uh, off the top here, mm-hmm. you had, uh, you had phrased this as uh, forced to listen to. <laughs> yeah, well, so if you listen to the previous episode where we did this similar game, uh, I was at work and 
a Tom Petty song came on. Everyone's familiar with it. Free Fallen. Free and I'm like, fallen. I fucking hate this song now. Just because of overplayed. Uh, thank you, every radio station ever. To thinking <laughs> it's like, it's an uplifting song. and blah, blah, blah. Okay, but then I started thinking, huh, is there any song by Tom Petty nowadays that I could actually put on and enjoy myself? And that got me thinking about Cozy here and his extreme distaste for Billy Joel. <laughs> that, that sums it up. So I was like, I wonder if there's any song he could listen to by Billy Joel. And then it got me thinking about a game we could play where, you know, we all pick four artists, send them to each other, and then you have to try to listen to as much as you can without throwing your phone into a snowbank <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and get through a complete song. Maybe not put it on your playlist but at least you got through the song you're like all right i found at least some pleasure if if anything out of it and and it kind of broadens our horizon on music i yeah i guess that's that's the idea behind the game i took it probably too far but (laughs) that's definitely how i looked at it the broadening the horizon part um i definitely struggled a little bit with a couple artists last time I'm, I won't lie, I struggled with a couple this time as well, but... You and me both. My my Spotify 2022 recap came up, and a couple of the songs from the previous draft popped in, and I was like, oh, yeah! Oh, I want to yeah. do that again. And honestly, it opened my eyes to a couple more decent artists, oh, and sweet. I was pleasantly surprised. Well, who's going to go first? Uh, that's the thing, man. It's uh, I, I got nothing. I don't even know where I was going with that. But um, <laughs> last time we made it as a draft and it took about two and a half hours, but we were live together in the same house. And, yes. Uh, wives downstairs, uh, children, everything was there. They're like, how long is this going to take? <laughs> yes. You can feel the hate. Um, so I don't know if we want to do that again or just kind of pick an artist and go over each song we picked or I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's probably the best way to go here. Should we do so, like one artist by someone and then go to the next person and we'll kind of, you know, so we don't go through one person all the way. Yeah, yes. we can do that. Okay. Okay. Who do you want that's, to start with? Well, get your shitting out of the way. How's that? You want me to start with your pick? <laughs> yeah. Cause I know oh. you, I know both of you struggled with that one, dude. <laughs> all right. I'm going to apologize. Actually, okay, so what I did is I actually wrote a quick, uh, well, you probably can't see because my phone's so bright, but uh, is that, no, that doesn't help at all. So I wrote a, a wordy description of why I picked each track. Oh, Whoa. so I'm going to read verbatim <laughs> what I wrote and sent to my wife too, because she knows who this artist is. But Richie's, one of Richie's picks was the artist Luke Combs. I don't know who that is. You do so now. I looked up. I still use iTunes. I guess I'm old. <laughs> no, 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 no. I so I have I have an Apple Music subscription. So no, nope, okay, nope. that is different, cozy. Oh, sorry, that is different. Well, I I, I have a Apple like I have a subscription to iTunes. Is that not the same? Is all right. So iTunes. Last I knew, iTunes was pay per song. So in order to actually listen to the song, you had to buy it. Unless it was free and those were all the really bad, uh, really weird songs. 
Oh, I don't know. Like I have some a weird family polka. subscription so I can download as much music off iTunes I want to my phone. Oh, shit. For I didn't know they did that. 15 bucks a month for the family plan. Okay. So it's pretty good. I also have Spotify, but that's for the other podcast. <laughs> um, all right. So I saw the picture of Luke Combs. I went, oh, this is going to fucking suck. <laughs> I know where this is going. I'll give it a try. So anyways, the track I picked is when it rains, it pours. Yes. Uh, I wrote, I'm picking this solely on the fact he says, and I quote, and I ain't got to see my ex-future mother-in-law anymore. That's right. <laughs> I what? don't know why. That's that's the lyric. My ex-future mother-in-law anymore. Yeah. yeah. So I was, was going to be his ex-future. <laughs> I can't wait till Cozy chimes in. Um, and then I wrote, other than that, uh, parentheses, apologize to Richie. <laughs> this type of music is the main reason our country is going to hell. <laughs> Like-minded individuals that find solace when listening to a 40-something old man sing lyrics that a fucking third grader going, to, going through his first breakup could write is just dreadful to me. Every artist in this genre sounds the same, dresses the same, pretends to be fucking country the same. And at last, but not certainly least, is they sing about all the same subjects. Trucks, guns, alcohol, women, and heartbreak. Here's a tip, Luke. Grab your woman, if you have one, get in your truck with all your guns, suck back a gallon of Jack Daniels, and drive that fucker into the deepest gorge you can find. There is no value whatsoever to this music and no redeeming qualities. I wish I didn't take music so serious, but you can tell I do. And these people don't because it fucking sucks a fat one. <laughs> I can't even take offense to that because that was, you can was, tell how heartfelt that was. I was so mad. And I had to go. I, I, I told you guys, I gave myself uh, a, a rule. I had to listen to five tracks at least by each artist that you guys sent. To just to get a feel of the band, artist, whatever. So I didn't shit on it right away. But by the time I got through the fifth song, I couldn't turn it off quick enough. And I was like, dude, I just can't anymore with these like elementary school lyrics. But there you go. When it rains, it pours by Luke Holmes. You made wow. me cry on that one, Chris. In Dang, a good I'm way. sorry. I'm sorry. You know, I don't like country and <laughs> I know I'd rather listen to anything else. So, um, I, b- I believe there's a, a phrase that uh, people like to say, uh, speak your truth. And boy, that was, that was all Chris right there, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I sent that to my wife as a breakdown. Cause she goes, Oh, what song did you pick? I love Luke Combs. Oh no. <laughs> so I sent that and she's like, "Alrighty, I think that was a little too far. <laughs> like, yeah, you're probably right. I felt a little bad for a second. Oh man. You it read it with such time. passion. <laughs> so i know i felt i felt my blood pressure go up while reading that to be honest with you <laughs> i had luke combs uh forever after all oh did i get to that one the first thing i wrote was this is not for me nor will it ever be <laughs> i said oh i did listen to that one okay go ahead but i wrote you know he's, oh. he's going on Listing things that have a shelf life, but <laughs> the love that he has for uh, presumably a, a woman is, is, is forever. But 
much like Chris said, the first two, the first two lines of this song, a cold beer's got 12 ounces. A good truck's got maybe 300,000. But there's no measurement there, Richie. Thousand what? There's no measurement. Oh, come on. Everybody knows he's talking about miles. However, (laughs) I said a 300,000 ounce truck. Well, that's 18,000 pounds. (laughs) He broke it down. A Ford F-350 can weigh between seven and 8,000 pounds. We're assuming he drives a truck, yeah. He's a Ford truck man. Um, But I said... And he went heavy a, duty. <laughs> but does a room temp beer weigh less than 12 ounces? Has this guy never had a tall boy before? <laughs> I got questions for Luke Combs. Um, that being said, yes, I, I found the 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 writing, I guess, like I said, just it's not for me. It's not for me. I'm glad that it's for somebody, somebody else enjoys it, and somebody can take that take that music for what it is and it means something for them now i will say this i have a strong theory on a lot of we'll just say the country artists of we'll just say the past decade Mm. my working theory is that these are talented musicians in that they can sing they can play instruments they can do the things to make music professionally. They choose to make country music to make money, but they all have like an itch to do like a prog rock, psychedelic rap, classical infusion <laughs> that they know will not make any money, but that's what they really want to do. <laughs> that might not be an awful theory. It's I like, mean, look, you know look at Kid Rock, look at Jewel, look at uh, Taylor Swift. They've all bounced around genres just because what's making money at the time. Sure. God bless him. He can make money writing this and people enjoy it. It's not for me. That's that's <laughs> the, I, I I won't wish him to drive into a, uh, a, a, a the deepest gorge he can find. But if he did. I don't know. Would, where I lose, from. would I lose a wink of sleep over it? Probably not. You'd never even know what happened. <laughs> so, Richie, what uh, what Luke Combs song did you pick and enjoy? Well, just to make both of you feel bad. Oh man, <laughs> I'm gonna go with "Better Together." Oh, did I listen to that one? You no. have at one point in your life because that is the song Felicia walked down the aisle to. Oh no. <laughs> Well, all right, go ahead. <laughs> My bad. Uh, <laughs> um, so better together. It basically, he's just comparing things, having time on Sunday, and just going for a drive. Like those things go great together, but you and I go better, more or mm-hmm. less. Mm-hmm. So, like. Songs like that, uh, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I had "When It Rains It Pours" on my list. Uh, <laughs> I also I could go through just about any of them. There was a couple I actually heard today that I was like, I didn't know that one was out there. But yeah, I I'm wearing Carhartt. I have a pair of cowboy boots. I I enjoy this music. <laughs> hey, no man, I 
and it's crazy like i was gonna say earlier in the show um how different all of our tastes in music are yes and growing up like me and cozy met when we were 10 years old or whatever and we did at one point share a vast majority of the same musicians and now we've branched off and um it's just crazy and i know you've been more of a rap and country guy so yeah which is also weird in its own kind of way because i go from you know the hard r and songs to you know lovey-dovey my truck is broken my dog ran away and my girl left me what rapper's <laughs> dropping a hard r plenty of them really yeah oh i didn't know they did that huh. <laughs> okay See, I don't even know what a hard R is. So, boom, no, bam. Neither, neither, neither. Nope. Good. I'll look it up. <laughs> okay. What is a hard R? Oh, I want to know. Oh, my God. My computer already knows. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, there's uh Ah, okay. <laughs> Leave it alone. Yeah, now you know. Thank you, Urban Dictionary. Uh... Whose artist do we want to go to next? <laughs> Thank you, Urban Dictionary. First thing it popped up, I was like, oh, God. Not a sponsor. No. <laughs> no. It, it could be. It could be. I'd be okay with that. Luke Holmes, you're out. <laughs> All right. I should have wrote down what everybody picked. Oh, yeah. Speaking of, are we just picking one? Or are we going through all four? Uh, no, no. One, one artist per person. We'll just circle around. All right. Beautiful. <laughs> Richie, you pick. Me? Oh, ooh, ooh. Um, Especially if there's one of both Chris and I's that you just want to drop trial and say, I did not like this and go. Oh, um, I had a really hard time with uh, Nemec. Wow. Okay. Just Nemec. Is the M silent? <laughs> I is. guess so. That makes a uh, lot more sense for the song Nemesis. <laughs> Nemesis, Nightmare. Yeah. Um, when I first saw the band years and years ago, I thought it was Amnemic. Like which I was like, that was like that's kind of a cool name. And they're like, no, it's just Nemic, which is I believe Dutch or something for memory. Okay. So it has a meaning, and it also hold on. <laughs> I did a little research on them. Of course, I don't have it up because I'm a dumbass. Um, definition. Yes. Uh, to uh, ability to retain memory, and the band actually like it. It. Every letter, it's an anagram. I'll look for that while you uh, tell me why you didn't like them. Or which song you picked. Or uh, Well, first, I will start by saying I could not understand them. Uh, I did not actually break it down and go through which one I wanted to pick. Um, but I think I want to go with Meaningless. Mm-hmm. Unless, unless I want to go with Pig Fuck. Oh, Pig Just because of the song. name. <laughs> um. No, right. I, I definitely wrote down meaningless because I could actually understand what they were saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, it was, it was enjoyable. But trying to get to that point of picking that song was tough because I was like, all right. Uh, the first song I listened to was Death Box. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's a good track. Aye. Great video. Aye. I'll let you <laughs> go ahead. I want to know. I, I ripped the shit out of Luke Combs. You're allowed to do that. Um, It wasn't what I was expecting. That's for sure. Is it the off timing? I think so. 
like the drumming's a little off, like a half beat, and uh, the guitar riffs are very. Uh, how do I want to say? Just go go ahead. <laughs> no, you're you are not wrong. I mean, I don't know music the way you do, um, but there was something that was just off a little bit by it, and I couldn't. I started that one, and I was like, okay, it's gonna be sick. Like I can. I'm listening to it right now. Uh, I was like, all right, yeah, it's got that nice little vibe. And then all of a sudden it's like death metal. And I was like, oh no, <laughs> this yeah. isn't where I thought this was going. Um, oh, it, it went. <laughs> but meaningless, you could understand the lyrics and they just, they made me feel not alone. Fair enough. Uh, I went with death box. Yeah, death box. <laughs> so I wrote, uh, not much was going on here until about 45 seconds in, and then I got hit with a lead pipe in the face. Accurate. Uh, I'm uh, singing it in my head right now. No. Was, so uh, for reference, a lot of what I listened to, I, I did this earlier today, I was de-Christmasing my house. So I was just kind of doing chores around the house. And, um, th- and this one I went back to. I was like, <laughs> all right, let's let's go. Uh, I think I ended up going through, uh, it was like Mind Saver, Same V Normal, uh, Overdose of Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, but uh, Death Box is the one that uh, stood out for me. Fair. I like Enjoyed. it. All right. What's your pick, Chris? Uh, out of all these songs by this band, uh, I, I went and seen them live many, many years ago in Buffalo and they were the opening act, which was insane to me, given how good they are. They're very underrated. So I picked uh, Diesel Uterus. Ah, it was on my list. Yeah, that, that one is just... It, okay, so I wrote, uh, it's a banger of a track, punches you right in the face from the get-go. Uh, the chorus sucks you in with his amazing uh, clean vocals that he has. Yeah, I just think they're underrated, for sure. Their first four albums are, to me, amazing. The fifth one, before they broke up, eh. Some people love it. I don't know. I didn't care for it myself. But uh, I didn't think I'd like them, because the first two albums is one singer named Michael, and then he left, and they brought in another guy for the third album and on. Uh, Guillaume, Guillaume? I don't know how to pronounce his name, but he passed away in May? Oh, no. At 44 years old. So I didn't know that. Oof. I found that out while researching the band some more. But uh, if you like Nemec, the former members of the band, some of them that have been kicked out, made a band called Saxone. And you can uh, <laughs> check them out. S-A-X-O-N-E. So like Sax One. But yeah, they have really choppy riffs, off time signatures, interesting music. That's for sure. One thing I did notice about them is they start off either some songs heavy and then go into like a more heartfelt type beat or vice versa to catch you off guard. Yeah. I would recommend uh, like door 2.12 liquid. So there's a bunch of different ones that I would, I would recommend if you're into the more softer side of the music. So that means we have to hit one of cozy's tracks now. Sure do. Uh, Another one to shit on. (laughs) Hey, if you got one, fire away oh me i don't know somebody else picked. Oh, I can't pick my own. oh i like uh well the first one i wrote down for cozies was soul wax 
Okay. Um, I picked, do you want to get into trouble? Oh, okay. So I wrote uh, simplicity of the baseline, the addition of strings, the break about two thirds way, uh, way through the song uh, with his progressions were really good. Uh, their track missing wires though, gives me serious LCD sound system vibes. And I can totally see why you like this band, <laughs> but I'm looking, I'm so I went, simple. I actually went and looked up LCDs <laughs> like influences and this band was not on them. I was shocked. So, um, uh, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll hold, I'll hold the commentary. Uh, okay. Yeah. But that's so that their tracks seem to have a very, the, the very mannerisms and, uh, LCD vacuum feel to me. So uh, I didn't hate it. I didn't love it there just because I'm not, I'm not a huge LCD guy either. I like a few tracks, but I get the same vibes. Okay. Richie. Mm. This was tough for me. This was one of the ones I struggled with. Uh, I wrote that in the chat. I was like, Richie's going to struggle with Soul X. <laughs> I sure did. Um, I I think I'm going to go with Deadly Valentine. <laughs> he's <laughs> He's got to look it up. Uh, it is the Soul Wax remix. Oh. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. So, yes, they do a lot of that. Yes. Okay. And I don't know. It was just, it was kind of fun. It's a little bit on the slower, but just sit there kind of bop into it. Like I could picture myself getting high to this and just, <laughs> you know, maybe pop some acid. Maybe. Or, maybe like you do. Yeah. You know, just do all the drugs and then just watch the colors change on the wall. Like it, it's just, it's just fun with a scary name. <laughs> okay. Um. So, so I think what Richie alluded to there, Chris, was yeah. how I got into Soul Wax. I heard I had a single by LCD Sound System for North American Scum. There was a Soul Wax remix of that song. I was like, "What's Soul Wax? What is that?" And yeah, with remixes, it's either like the band name or they come up with some weird ass. Just I'm gonna whatever this song sounds like. I'm gonna make a remix and call it something off the wall. Right? So yeah. Is that what that is? Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, "What's it? Soul Wax?" So Soul Wax. And so I ended up. Is this actually them? What? This song, the Soul Wax remix, Deadly Valentine. Probably not. I don't. Oh. I don't think so. So shit. I'll go with Sunrise. If it's not. What it's like uh, Charlotte. The song is by yeah Charlotte Gainsbourg. Did the I can't even go with Sunrise. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh my! All all the songs I picked are fucking remixes. <laughs> it's fine. I like it because it's not them. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Not on original. But to Chris's point, missing wires. I I found that in the pandemic. Like, we'll just say early 2021. And I was like, what is this? I need to listen to more of this. So yeah. I went in through their catalog. Uh, I really enjoyed a lot from uh, their Essential album. And then I ended up actually purchasing a couple, about a month or so ago, uh, Night Versions, which is a really, really cool album. And then... Uh, oh, you got it on vinyl? Yeah. Oh, Okay. Yeah, so I, I went to the local record shop here and I told the guy, I was like, hey, if you ever come across this, 
hold it. And he like went out and sought it out and then purchased it on my behalf. And I just went and gave him money. But yeah, uh, he got you then. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. But um, yeah. So um, what did I have? Missing Wires. I said the song just hip. Um, it's, it's a, just a fun, fun beat. And I think the way that Chris described it, it I think some of the, the synth in that that womp 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 yeah it's womp. got this yeah <laughs> and i was just like this, this is it this is my lane and uh, it's it's for me i didn't realize they've been out for almost 30 years yeah that's crazy to me yep when you sent that i went i was thinking of a completely different band i don't know who but i was like oh yeah i've heard of them and i started listening <laughs> i was like i've never heard of them <laughs> <laughs> i think i know everybody apparently unless right. it's luke combs yes <laughs> Uh, not familiar all right we're Wait gonna go to the, the next one. Oh. back to richie here yeah uh well you gonna go lil wayne sure uh so i went with uh mega man <laughs> mega man <laughs> mega man so what i did what i did in going through lil wayne tracks i tried to do ones that didn't have a feat or Me either. Where, yeah, same thing. Where where he was, you know, featured on another artist's track. I wanted a track with just Lil Wayne. Just Lil Wayne. It was really hard. It was. Lots of lots of collaboration. First off, uh, so Lil Wayne Meals. has with features and all mm-hmm. eighteen hundred songs. <sighs> Jesus, over eighteen, but, but eighteen hundred. What does it take to be featured on a song? Do you have to like do an entire verse? Uh, usually, uh, he does have one album. Uh, it's the um, the Young Money album where he's not even on an actual song or a couple of those songs. But because Young Money is his um, record label, like mm-hmm. his record label, not the one that signed him, that was Cash Money. Um, he produced it so. Uh, he got to be like, yeah, this is my album. All of these people, that's when like Drake, Nicki Minaj, Tyga, uh, a couple other guys that didn't really make it. Um, that's when those guys started getting bigger. Okay. Who was the guy that dropped the Lil part when he got bigger? Bow Wow. Is it Lil Bow Wow? And then he just became Bow Wow? Yes. Bow Wow. So Wayne, so Wayne is never just going to be Wayne? No, he's 5'2", man. Oh, so he goes by stature. I got you. Not a tall man. Actually, very, he's very he's switched it up quite a bit. Like, the, it's Lil Wayne, Wheezy. I don't know where Wheezy came from. Uh, I got a feeling I know. <laughs> yeah, he's he's got a whole bunch. He's the fireman, duffel bag boy. <laughs> Jesus what what song did you pick cozy uh mega man oh and, yeah that's right um <laughs> i got off so topic. i had no idea what uh, I, I picked out a line uh is the heater i'm a tucker tucker like dolores that's my word word like thesaurus sure it's <laughs> good shit uh but no I, I i liked that trick i thought that was pretty good so Lil wayne uh and again you know a real challenge to find solo Lil wayne in his yep. uh in his uh let's say repertoire sure cat we'll just say catalog uh 
I also struggled, but uh, I came across Can't Be Broken. All right. Oh, that's uh, a good one. Yeah. Uh, I wrote down the chipmunk vocals in the chorus was actually reminiscent of Eminem's Stan with Dido. Had a very same feel to it. I know <laughs> when I say that, it doesn't sound like that would be the same feel to a song, but it's got the st- uh, uh, how she introduces the song is real soft. But I don't know. You'd have to check huh. it out. It's uh, a good then, song. Then Wayne, I put Wayne, started rapping about a rough upbringing. And I think he said baby poop. <laughs> it's possible. I, somewhere in there, I swear you said baby poop. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I feel like there are far better rappers out there, but this guy is pretty popular. I mean, fuck, it was hard enough to find a track he did on his goddamn own. Why do rappers feel the need to feature everyone? Is there a disrespect in the community if you don't ask all your friends to sing with you? Is like Whoville out there? Or is it like Whoville out there? <laughs> but I wanted to listen to him as uh, as the solo artist. And uh, I came up with Can't Be Broken. So that's me. All right. That's a fair. What do you got, Richie? Fair take. Um, I'm going to go back to uh, one of his 2000, his album that came out in 2010. Uh, that was I Am Not a Human Being. Um, I wanted to go with, uh, I'm gonna go, I'm a, I'm not going to go with that one. I'm gonna go with my all time favorite that you can't actually sing at karaoke night as much as you want to impress everybody oh. as a white man. Hard ours. <laughs> uh, it is a Millie. Oh God. I listened to that. The whole song, <laughs> a Millie, a Millie, a Millie, a Millie, <laughs> or whatever he does. Yeah. I, I did the same. That's yep. the baseline. It is, yeah. Um, that song, listening, actually listening to the actual song, like the whole thing, um, it does tell a little bit of a story. Not much, but just a little bit. Um, it's very hard to sing along with, but it's got lots of lots of fun beats in there. I like it. it's a good party song. If you didn't do the Millie every like throughout the track, <laughs> I I got into it for a second, but that was like. <laughs> Then it went straight back to a millie, a millie, a millie. Yeah, he's like, Amelie, he keeps doing it. Stop. Please stop. I'm a venereal disease, like a menstrual bleed. Yes. Sure. That was off the top of his head. <laughs> it was in there somewhere. Oh. All right. So that's all Lil Wayne. Yeah. All right. Now it's time to rip me apart again. Uh, rabbit junk. Rabbit junk. I figured you guys would like this. Maybe not like this, but it's so out there, the amount of different genres he takes part in. There's a little bit of hip-hop. There's industrial. There's metal. There, It's just kind of everywhere. Um, yeah. Uh, I, there's, um, I started with, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. But I, I didn't expect them to spend the first, you know, minute of the song spelling, spelling it. it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for that. I was like, I not my favorite track. I was like, I don't. Get, oh, oh, okay. I see where you're going here. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't use the apostrophe though. No, no. Embrace it. Uh, <laughs> but I ended up with hunting, uh, and that's uh, that's primarily the uh, lady vocals, and but it's, she's listed as some 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 girl. Some girl. That's his wife. Some girl. Okay. That's um, her name. Some girl. Some girl. That's his. Yeah, that's her, that's her uh, code name. name. Yeah, stage yeah. name. <laughs> Some girl. 
but it's uh, it was a s-u-m-g-e-r-r-l-g-r-r-l yeah sure i'm girl i'm girl um but yeah i i really enjoyed uh hunting um the her her would say vocals during the the verses very mm, mellow sensuous yeah. even uh and then uh the the chorus um is, is more metally and uh i dig it you dig we'll go with a hunting what else did you happen to get into did were there any other tracks you were like kind of fighting between um let's see i went reveal grind i'm sorry the grind love is hell and then on your head no one can hear you um yeah love oh, is hell no. is is new i'm pretty sure his newest singly released okay but they do a bang a bang up job on the song the metro the metro yeah anyway yeah well, i'm glad you uh, actually enjoyed hunting it's one of my favorite yes. ones by him too well richie well uh i actually went with reveal yeah it's a little more industrial a little less metal uh uh the the lyrics were a little fun uh they are fun the way he sings is so fun yeah chris could i'm sure if uh chris looked over at me he saw me sitting over here just bobbing my head because i was remembering the song uh however the first one that i was going to go with like as soon as it started i was like this is the one i'm going with this one mm-hmm. and then chose not to uh it was bits and razors Okay. I felt it was underwhelming. Oh, after it's, after the start of it? Yeah, it started off so strong. Like there was going to be some big ass bass drop or anything and then it was just mellow and I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Damn. Like if you got a song that starts off like that, you just got to keep going with the fun with it. And that one just kind of dropped off and I was like, "Oh, now I'm bored with it." that that album xeno xeno fears or whatever it's called not my favorite that he came out with just because the one he did before with hunting on it i believe it's uh rabbit junk will die or something like that is so good so uh i did also have a problem with this one um i had two remixes on my list yeah he does that too yeah yeah Ah. so i i tried to avoid those but i ended up with locked and architects of death i i thought somebody I, like you especially would pick locked because of the like kind of rappy yeah verse to it i enjoyed it locked, keep it locked. <laughs> uh it was the hard narco remix though mm. so i don't know what that is but sounds good it was fun like i would have gone with that one had i realized that usually those mixes are not the actual artist <laughs> nice all right um i actually well reveal i actually put on my other podcast with this artist uh-huh. so i did actually write that down as my pick as well <laughs> but since richie took it sorry uh, i will uh go with my second favorite which is beast i am a beast beast it's bow bow it's such a fucking weird song it's all over the place it's the, the breakdown's killer another guy i just think is underrated kind of just writes whatever the hell comes out it's and it's so weird especially watching him on stage it's so i got to see him live too 
And instead of some girl as his wife, he used the lead singer from Amelia Arsenic, um, who uh-huh. sounds almost exactly the same. Yes. Uh, I ran into a couple songs with her. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. They got a new single out that just dropped. Uh, if anybody cares, no one's going to care. But uh, yeah, I just enjoy listening to his stuff. Precipice is another great song. I didn't know how to pronounce that when I first read it. <laughs> I was like, Pre- Precipice. Pre- Pre-spice. I'll pass. Uh Uh-oh. All right. So Rabbit Junk, we had Reveal, Hunting, and Beast. Yes. So now we're on to Cozy's. I picked last time. It's Richie's turn. Oh, let's get Pickens. Wait, did we? Yeah, we are on to Cozy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, let's get rid of the Juan McLean. The Juan McLean? (laughs) This is fucking horrible. What? <laughs> I cannot stand for this. Oh boy! All right, I, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. He took he took his lumps for Luke Combs. Oh, I, I don't know if I can do this, dude. Every Fire. other artist, I was able to come up with at least five, some six. This one, I could only come up with four. I I could not get into them at all, and I'm pretty sure all of the ones that I picked. Are him and someone else. Uh, I did, I did like grit. I made it through that entire song. Okay. It's what else uh, did you? Hmm, interesting. What else did you uh, hear? Um, the ones I wrote down: uh, Happy yeah. House, A Place Called Space, I Want the Night. I made it. I went through quite a bit trying to get to this guy. I just, I need lyrics. And the, the intro band? is just so long. Some of those do have a long intro. Dewan McLean. It's like, yeah, it's the uh, uh, big fat liar guy and a little Asian girl. Asian <laughs> girl. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to find any of those tracks. Uh, so grit, grit might uh, grit's there. Uh, so okay. Happy House, uh, a place called Space is the first track off of In a Dream. And I want the night is a single they released in 2021. So those I'm are- a minute oh, okay. 23 in on grit, and there still has not been a single lyric. And it's also a six and a half minute song. Yep. I struggle when it comes yeah. to that. Yeah, it's, it's oh, a, a place called space. Okay, thank you. Yeah. 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 That's right. such a good groovy line, though, man. Ah. <laughs> And, That's and why I went the, with the, it. The guitar comes in. Oh, you picked a place called Space. Oh, no, no. I picked Grit. You picked Grit. Grit has like the same exact uh, intro beat. It ever so slightly gets a little bit higher pitched. Ever so slightly for two minutes and 12 seconds. Place <laughs> called no Space lyrics. reminds me of Danger Zone. No, no, Twilight Zone. Sorry, Twilight Zone. Stepping into the twilight zone. Oh, yeah. Yes. Same okay. beat yes. to it. Yes. All I'm right. with you. Well, Richie, sorry, man. You've, That's all right. I When he sent this artist over, I was like, oh, thank God. I can at least listen to one of these guys. Because I I really enjoy it. I'll, I'll get into it, though. When it's Oh, it's my turn. Shit. It is your turn. All right. Um, I picked the first song I ever heard by them after Cozy actually suggested to, uh, for me to listen to them. I picked uh, Running Back to You, 
for the reason of uh, it's just because it's a nearly perfect song. That's why. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You got progressive noises with beautiful harmonies of Nancy Wong's vocals, um, a bass line that'll get stuck in your brain for about 48 hours if you listen to it. So I highly recommend Running Back to You. It's it was a, it was the best song I probably could have found to get into this artist. Wow. That's uh, that's some high praise from uh I would just say resident music enjoyer. Chris. <laughs> yeah, I, I take Do it way you... too serious. My biggest question is, do you run into lyrics before three minutes into a song? Most songs are ending very close to now. Do you so run I, into lyrics? Okay, so I have the same problem with my wife. And so She hates Pink Floyd. Not because when they're on the radio and she hears another brick in the wall, she's, she's singing along, right? And I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, oh, I, I know this song. I'm like, yeah, but you hate Pink Floyd. Yeah, well, I don't I don't like instrumentals. It's stupid. I'm like, so the instruments can tell a story, too. It's kind of weird how that works. And if you actually let the vibe and the progression of each instrument come in and just let it take you away like it's supposed to, it's a whole different vibe to the track. This band does it really well. Not for that's all I got. Uh, so. Um... <laughs> The, the other thing, so I was I was going back and forth between the, I think, three tracks from the Long McLean here, um, between Running Back to You and Place Called Space, because the Place Called Space was the first one of theirs that that I had heard. Um, and I really liked it. Uh, thinking about Running Back to You, lyrically, hearing her talk about wanting to be wowed by or astounded by somebody ignoring what's right in front of me and then you know thinking about you know i think at any point in a relationship you you might find yourself looking elsewhere when what you have here is um you know really what what you should not take for granted and enjoy um so again a really really great track um, the one that I picked is maybe we'll just say some recency bias. I sent this over to Chris maybe a, a month or two back with I Want the Night. Um, and about a minute six in is where one of the big payoffs are for me in that song. Um, it was it was that and the vocals from, I think, both Nancy and uh, someone by the name of Monica Heidemann. Um, just it, it works for me it's it's not a ton of lyrics again uh instrumentals telling the story and it's uh it's it's just kind of dancey and, and fun I, I like it a lot the one mclean there is a time and a place i i totally understand where richie's coming from where you're into this style though where you can go ahead and listen for two and a half to three minutes before <laughs> there's a payoff yeah so I get that, especially if you're not already into this style where you're like, what is going on? When are they going to start singing? <laughs> so believe me, I'm not trying to like smash Richie's face off right now. I was just, but, but like, if you it's listen, to some, it's coming off, man. I don't mean it. I'm sorry, brother. Uh, yeah, I just. Uh, I take no there, offense. I, there are other bands like like Soul Wax or LCD Sound System where they do the same style ish but it doesn't hit me like this band does. I don't know what it is that's different. Maybe it's the female vocal. I, I don't know. But there's so many different instruments, and 
I keep using the word progressions, but I love like progressive music that just can add instruments and give you a different vibe from every 10 set or every four beats, you're going to add something else and be like, and if you can hear it, you're like, Oh shit. I like the way they just, I don't know, hit me with that extra snare hit or it's, it's something really minuscule a lot of the time, but I don't know. Being, I miss being in a band, I guess guys. <laughs> Cause I, I would, I would get really nitpicky with a lot of the shit that they were writing. I'm like, can you do like this here instead or do it twice or, you know, just to give the, the song a little bit of a different vibe. So, and that's the Juan McLean does that for me. So anyway, okay. Uh, on to Richie's pick three. Connor uh, Price. We'll do Connor Price. I've never heard of the man. I haven't until this year. Um, so uh, the picture that I saw, it, uh, it looks like you, Richie. <laughs> looks like a younger you. <laughs> it looks like you. That's All right, that's what fair. I have written down. Um, I went with <laughs> <Looks> like Richie <laughs> Dip featuring uh Kazuo Green, uh, rapping over the guitar riff. Uh, I thought that was that was uh, pretty nice. And uh, I there's a full verse in I, what I believe is Japanese. <laughs> well, I with, did notice with, that with a lot of his songs that there was some extracurricular languages, yes. Ah. Uh, so one of the things he's been doing. Um, so he, he's got plenty of songs on his own, um, that he's been making, but he has been, uh, trying to reach out to artists who don't get the same kind of exposure in other countries. And it's a series on TikTok that he does. He starts off with a beat and then spins the globe and wherever his finger lands is where he tries to find an artist. Huh. Uh, so he's got like somebody in somewhere in the Netherlands, uh, apparently one in Japan. Um, he's got one in like India, but she can't actually produce her music because it's like against culture or something. Um, so she can't promote it the way he can in America. So, uh, one of the biggest things I liked about his music was it's usually fun and upbeat. And he doesn't have to swear. Like, I have no issue with swearing. Like, I say fuck whenever I want. <laughs> I'm a grown man. <laughs> but, like, his song, I have not heard him swear once in yeah, any to, of these rap songs. I think to effectively work clean like that, you don't have to work blue, uh, is, is impressive. Yeah, actually. That's part of the reason. Like, he's got enough songs that you could listen to him all day at work and not hit the same song twice. Some of them are features, but overall, yeah, that's that's why I enjoy him. Well, getting the backstory made it a lot easier to pick these songs. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's cool that he was just like, oh, hey, I'll just go to, you know, Venezuela and pick a guy. It's yeah, it's kind of cool. Like he just hits him up on Instagram, says, here's the beat, send me a verse and yeah. then puts out the song. So cozy. Did you have more to add to whatever your pick was? I no, no, was. no. I'm sorry. I, I, no, dip, dip. dip. I, I like that a lot. Okay. Um. Uh. I I had an easier time getting into this, uh, as opposed to Lil Wayne. So <laughs> I maybe it is because it's cleaner. I I can understand them more. I don't know. It wasn't half bad. So uh, the song I picked was spinning. Oh, that's a good one. It's got uh, fun little. Fun little lyrics, and it does have that offset. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I wrote, uh, I don't know what to say here. Song was tolerable overall. The flute playing throughout made me feel like I was in a Men Without Hats music video. Um, points for decent and uh, analogies or similes, whichever this gentleman wants to call them. A reference to Slipknot, but I don't know if it was a knock or not because it didn't make sense to me. But there was also one about The Office when he talked about Dunder Mifflin paper. Um, sure does. And lastly, the way he sang the chorus was different than I've ever heard a rap song be sung like that. So I, uh, he got another check in the okay box. I'll take an okay. Yeah. Makes me feel pretty good. He's the, okay. The flute is amazing. Yeah. So uh, part of the reason I enjoy a lot of his music is because he does weird shit like that. Like he's got the weird flute, and then also, what are we doing? Winning, winning. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know why. W is for the winning. <laughs> I don't know I mean, why I like was, it so much, but it, it was a decent. I just listened to another thirty seconds of it to make sure I wasn't making a mistake. <laughs> but uh, yeah. no, I, I I really enjoyed the Men Without Hats vibe. <laughs> uh, real quick from Dip, uh, pocket so deep it's a trench coat. Trench coat. European bread, I got French toast. Oh, yeah, I did listen to that one too. <laughs> I remember that lyric. I was I like, he that. did not just say that. He did. French toast. <laughs> European. Oh, man. All right. Well, I'm going to go with uh, straight A's. I did listen to that one too. I like that one. It's got like a weird, uh, what is that, an xylophone? <sighs> I don't know. Do, 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 do. Doot, doot. <laughs> but it's like a bell. I was thinking accordion. That's the wrong instrument. Yes. I'm listening to it now. I'm trying to. <laughs> doot, 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 doot. Yeah, it it's got that weird. It could bit. be a xylophone. I think it is. It really could. Uh, so <clears throat> I found this guy on TikTok. So you only get snippets of the songs on TikTok because max it can be three minutes, but he's not going to put the whole song on TikTok for people to listen to for free. Um, and he always does like a, it's all him, but he usually does like him walking in, talking to his producer and his producer being like, Hey man, uh, my brother's got to come in. He's got a couple questions for me and then we can get right to your stuff. And like, that's where the, the flute came in was him playing the flute while he was starting his rap and stuff. Uh, that's where the xylophone came in. Uh, yeah, he he does a whole bunch of stuff like that. It, it's, a, it's a lot of fun when you watch him on TikTok. Um, and like I said, it, it's just the, the cleanliness of the music, which is never a necessity for me. But because it's clean and he doesn't have to like force it, like nothing he said, like he's not bragging like most rappers. Like, oh, oh I got yeah. all this money. I got all these cars. I got all these bitches. Like, bitches. And he's got a he's got a couple of nice softer ones. Uh Jude's song, or I think. That was a good one. Uh but yeah, I gotta go with straight A's because straight A student, but I'm friends with the cool kids. I wasn't a straight A student, but uh, I was friends with everybody, so <laughs> So I got along. <clears throat> I was like a, a B minus, maybe C plus. Cool. Yeah. 
That, uh, oh, that brings me up shit. Oh, shit. Well, well, well. Where do you guys want to go? Uh, well, we got assemblage or so we're going to soil work. Soil work. Yes. So. The Scandinavian uh, melodic death metal band. I, I don't know why, but I really enjoyed this one. Yes. <laughs> I won with Lacuna Coil last time, too. It's true. Same area of the world. All right, go ahead, guys. Uh, so I listened to about, I don't know, 10 or 12 tracks here. And it was while I was building a a, a weight tree in my basement. <laughs> <laughs> a weight tree. Yes, yeah, for, for uh, holding uh, plated weights uh, to lift. But um, so the I think the way I described it was I liked a lot of it. I didn't love any of it, but like you, it was really good for what I was doing at the time. It was like kind of kicks ass, it rocks. Um, and I was I was struggling to find a track that I was like, yes, I want to hear this again. I want to hear it again, you know, sometime in the near future. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I stumbled upon Exile. Um, I, it, it made me want to keep building things. I don't know how else to describe it. But... Yeah, all right. Uh, that would be the most popular track off of that album. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I just go listen to Exile by Soil Work. That's that's all I can say. Um, <laughs> Richie, what do you got? I, well, I remember it, that dropped in 07. And I remember going to, I think it was a media play with my wife. And I put it in and... Uh, it's called it's called sworn to a great divide and that's the title track that was number one and i was like well that's a different sound for soil work because he never does these high notes when he's singing and then exile came and i was like what is is this going to be because they were just coming out like i don't know two albums before that stabbing the drama and natural born chaos were fucking phenomenal so i had high expectations for this one and right off the bat you heard these two and i was like jesus okay they just don't make bad songs i so they're kind of like the disturbed of the melodic death metal scene disturb doesn't make bad songs but there's not like one you go oh yeah i love that song <laughs> i could right. do a bunch of these but i could see other people being like yeah all right yeah I, I didn't have a hard time i had a harder time narrowing it down um than i did finding a song that i enjoyed uh the one i'm gonna go with is uh stalfagal it's S-T-A, but the A has two I's. Mm-hmm. Uh, F-A, oh, sorry, L-F-A. Oh, not not two I's, just one I. <laughs> Got a little, little, little button on top. Uh, G-E-L. Uh, S-T-A-L-F-A-G-E-L. That's the one. I enjoy it immensely. What? There's fucking little dots on it. <laughs> Cozy's showing us a picture of three. <laughs> Um, that's for the viewers at home. Yes, it's a lot of fun. Stalfagal. I don't know what that means as far as in Swedish. I'm assuming. I don't know. You could understand them though. I oh like yeah, they that. sing in they sing in English, which is nice. But uh... um, I wish I knew more about music. Um, so I could tell you why I liked these songs so much. But the beat was just. I I feel like a broken record. It was fun. Like you, you just, like fun music. That's okay. Yeah. And you just sit here and you're like, yeah, I can I can vibe with this. I can do a little do a little jig. 
it, like, it, uh, it doesn't hurt that his voice is fantastic. Yes. His He's voice got is a really good, nice. clean vocal. His screams are really good too, but just his, you don't get that very often with a really good metal band. So um, I think I liked this song so much because it started off a little heavier and then kind of mellowed out a little bit. Um, it, I, I think I'm pretty sure this is the band that as I was listening to it, nothing is what you thought it was going to be. Like there was um, this song, so Stalfagel or whatever, however you pronounce it, um, kind of gave me like Theory of a Dead Man vibes. Okay. Like it kind of had like that style singing mixed with the music. Um, I, I think that's why I liked it a little bit. Um, it wasn't like identical, but that's just... That's just how I, I was like, oh yeah, I've, I've heard music like this before and enjoyed it. I can get into this. <laughs> Stalfago. Hold on, I want to listen to it. No, 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 black man. Stalfagel. Stalfagel. <laughs> it means stallion in Danish. Oh, big horse. Big male horse. I had to look it up, so I didn't know that right off the bat. <laughs> All right, so like I Stalfagel. said. Stalfagel. I like the way the lady is. Uh, hang on. Um, I've been listening to Soil Work, oh God, probably since like 99-ish. Long time. Got to see them live. I think it was the same show as the Nemec show. Soil Work, Nemec. Who? Nemec opened for Soil Work, and they both played before Dark Tranquility, which is another band you should check out. But um, <laughs> Anyway, I picked uh, Song of the Damned. And so from the opening riff slash synth line, you're immediately hooked. By the time the verse hits and you hear Speed, that's his, that's the vocalist name, Speed. Uh, they got an amazing guitar behind his vocals. Uh, the chorus gets even better because his voice is just powerful, really. Um, but yeah, it's it's not every song you get two different lead guitars going and they intertwine with each other. And it works. Most of the time it gets real muddy and you're like, okay, which one do I listen to? But they just do it on a next level to me. Um, it's on the best album they ever made, Natural Born Chaos. And it's the last track. So the way it, so it fades out is just, it just wraps that whole album in a nice with a little bow on top for me. All so right. You should listen to the entire album if you like. <laughs> From Follow the Hollow to As We Speak to Mercury Shadow. I don't know. They're, they're all good. If you're looking at the iTunes popularity, you, you know what I'm talking about? Where they show different levels of popularity of each song. Some of them are like, oh, hey, no one listens to this. It's like one bar. But if it's popular, it'll be a full bar. Hmm. No, I can't say I've seen that. <laughs> no, what? Popularity I think, of the I think, song. I think Chris still is working out of iTunes and not Apple Music. This is wild. That's what I'm saying. You're joking. Like, Apple Music is, I want to say, completely different. Oh, that's on me. No one wants to see me. <laughs> does, does your interface look like this? I'm on the computer. The what? I, I'm the computer. <laughs> yeah. No, what? I'm sending it through the uh, Facebook Messenger chat, what I'm looking at here. 
Yeah. He's still on fucking actual <laughs> iTunes. The purple icon with the little music note. <laughs> Whatever, man. Look at the popularity bars of this entire album. That's the point of this. That is pretty awesome. Uh, whichever <laughs> one is like five down is the worst one on that album. And it's not by popularity. Right. Wow. But okay. <laughs> Still on fucking iTunes. I can't. I'm baffled. That picture is from 2005. <laughs> I don't care. He's got a nano over there. A nano. <laughs> it's a nano <laughs> touch. <laughs> don't you still have? No, not even the touch. The icon says iTunes. What am I? What are you saying? I'm using Apple Music. No, that's not what you're using. So I need to do that instead. What's better? Free music. <laughs> I don't have to pay for that. I go to the store. I have a. I just type in my name. I don't have to buy <laughs> the song. I just can listen to the snippets. It's great. I love minute and a half snippets. <laughs> Let's get on to Richie's last artist here. Oh, oh yeah, disappeared. <laughs> Oh, you're whipping out a nano. No, that, that's the that's a is that a that's old school? You know how much money you can get for a classic? Because I have a classic, and um, I forgot how much it was like yeah. five six hundred bucks for on eBay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can you hear it? No. Does it uh, come? Wait, it comes through the i iPod. Oh, oh no! Oh, oh no! <laughs> it's dead. Sorry, uh, but you, you <laughs> it remember- don't last long. Do you remember the the sound it would make when you? Would, oh, the you know, click! The, the tick, 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 tick. Yes, yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, it was. It was actively doing that. But, I'm, those are uh, good times. I yeah, have, maybe, uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll see if this uh, is has resale value. We'll see. <laughs> I know I got to find mine. That. It doesn't charge anymore. Oh no! no. I know. The last so, one I had was an iPod Nano that had the camera on the back. It was horrible. It was blue. I think I got it from somebody. Uh, because I had an iPod touch and I shattered the screen because I dropped it. And then I tricked everybody at school thinking I punted my iPhone down the hallway. (laughs) And they're like, whoa, (laughs) this guy's insane. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So my last, my last, uh, artist, that's where we're at. We we are Connor Price. No, James Arthur. James Arthur. Yes. Um, I did Back from the Edge. Um, it's from the album of the same name. Um, <laughs> and I guess a, a pop song about him coming back and maybe after an initial rub with success. And for me, after like kind of reading about him, I say good for that guy. Uh, it was a decent track. Uh, but I, what I was also interested in was like his story about kind of sticking around since um he was picked up off of i think like the uk x factor or something like that and finding success when seemingly a lot of acts that come through reality shows aren't worth fucking anything yeah with with, with a, i think there's more more exceptions um but uh Back from the Edge was uh, was the track I picked. Um, it, it seemed to tell a good story about just some of the shit that he had been dealing with previously. Uh, and this was maybe like a, a second or third album in for him. So uh, I thought that was pretty good. Cool. Um, I picked the track Trainwreck 
that's probably a, probably that's one that one. no one would expect me to pick. But uh, I wrote down that uh, going into this guy, I had no idea who or what I was going to be getting. Uh, after listening to the first track, which was uh, So You Won't Let Go, or Say You Won't Let Go, my bad. That's the one. Um, I was like, holy shit, I've heard this before. I don't know if I should be ashamed or not. You know, but uh, no shame. <laughs> turns out that my wife knows exactly who this guy is, and I've heard that song in her car. Of course, so, you have. There it is. Yeah. I was like, oh, this guy, this is going to suck now. You know, I, I didn't. You know, expectations went down because uh, she has, uh, for some reason, this infatuation with artists that only do vocals and acoustic guitar. <laughs> Every one of them. It seems like, like your wife and I should be the ones together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, me too. <laughs> why though? There's there's lots more instruments. <laughs> yeah, I, I like just the vocals. Soul. Yeah, that's fair. But anyway, um, so I got this song on and um i don't really like slower tracks because i'm a metal and electronic guy you know every they do them too but for the most part i like upbeat music and uh but you really feel this guy's raw emotion while he's singing this track every second of it you're like wow okay and um wouldn't you know they added drums (laughs) wouldn't you know it what amazing uh, but the lyrics have meaning, which is nice to see. Uh, and a lot more than you can say about that country guy from earlier. Uh, <laughs> I wrote that down. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was a part at the crescendo of the track. And I was like, oh, my God, he's going to blow it right here. Because he was, I think, trying too hard to hit some notes. And it didn't fit with the rest of the song so much. But then he pulled it back in. And, um, yeah, he's got a nice grind in his voice for that. I don't know. I liked it. It could bring you to tears if you're in the right mood. It's a great song. Ooh, Can't believe I'm saying ooh, that. Ooh. Sorry. It is, it is a very great song. Um, it was on my list. Uh, Cozy's I had never heard of, um, which is kind of weird because I I don't listen to them regularly, but um, this is another one. I honestly probably never would have found him if it weren't for my wife. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, the song that Chris started off listening to and go with, say, you won't let go. Uh, because that is actually also how I proposed to my wife, Hmm. uh, was using that line, say, you won't Ah. let go. Um, we were, I don't know, you know how couples, you know, try to find like their song, uh like chris and jen you guys have a song cozy i'm sure you and rachel do no no we have slam poetry ah nice love it (laughs) (laughs) either way uh (laughs) alicia wanted to pick our song when we started dating but she wanted both of us to enjoy it you know which makes sense and this song the way it starts off um or like the the first verse was talking about how um he's holding her hair back while she's throwing up yeah heard that and like it was a little weird and i thought it was weird at first and then i looked back 
because uh, at that point it was like I don't know two months into Felicia and I dating and I was like oh actually that's exactly what happened <laughs> I held her hair back while she was throwing up <laughs> that's how you know it's love yeah yeah so it became our song and uh we have a a wooden board that we can hang up um it's actually not up right now and i have to get it finished uh laser engraving or get the laser engraving finished um but it's got the sound waves for the whole song and then okay it has like our names at the top our dating anniversary <clears throat> excuse me holy shit I'm so he's getting, he's getting choked up choked folks up. <laughs> um so it's got our dating anniversary our engagement anniversary and then i left room and it's spaced perfectly so that you can add our wedding anniversary and i just have to get that part laser engraved on um and it also has a little QR code in the bottom corner. So you can scan it with your phone and it brings that song up on YouTube. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know yeah. they could do that. I thought it was yeah. pretty cool. Richie likes his wife. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all like, can't believe I had a fucking listen to that song in my wife's car. Yeah. He's like, I got it engraved into a fucking plaque. And you can scan the QR code. And it'll come up. <laughs> I want to listen to the song right now. Every Holy time shit. fucking Chris shits on one of my songs, I'm like, hey, man, listen here. I got a love story for that one. That, yeah. Damn. Yeah, I like James Arthur. You are absolutely correct. You can hear um, his passion while he's singing, which is probably why I like it so much. I am... Deep down, just a big old softy, a little little old softy. I'm not very softy tall. Folks. <laughs> I've never seen you get mad, so that's that. Yeah, yeah that is true. <laughs> it's rare. It's gotta be. <laughs> uh, where do you want to go for me? Uh, your last one, Ratatat. Am I saying it right? Did we have two? Did How did we have... go through all of mine already? We did. But how have we not gone through all the cozies? Oh Wait yeah, that's, that is weird. We must have skipped him. <laughs> how do we do this every show because <laughs> wait hang on we still have assemblage right yep yeah we did three of mine we just did four fridges <laughs> <laughs> all right well let, okay let's go with ratatat since i already let the cat out of the bag sure, yeah, ratatat. Go yeah let's go ratatat ratatat um i thought it was a pokemon at first i won't lie it is a pokemon that is true it's a little purple rat. Um, I shouldn't know that. Anyway, <laughs> uh, this one was tough for me, I'll be honest. Not as tough as the last one you had, but this uh cream on chrome I went with. You son hey. of a bitch. Hey, we all picked the same song. <laughs> no way. <laughs> this is a fucking first, I think. That's gotta uh, be. Yes. It was Go so ahead. much fun. It was. I picked for funky guitar throughout. Um, it held the track together from start to finish. The electronic solo towards the end was a nice touch. Uh, I didn't know what I was getting into, but then I read that they were an instrumental band featuring a lot of different genres like funk and rock and all the different kinds of stuff. And I was like, oh boy. <laughs> this Because sometimes just instrumental bands are not for me. 
but mm-hmm. um yeah I, I actually enjoyed this one i can't believe we all picked the same track <laughs> yeah uh i i wrote slick instrumental track it flows nice it's fun and i for me uh this is stuff i listen to at work and my work different from you guys is just you know at, at a desk if i'm just you know it's just spreadsheets analysis numbers just it's good for just pacing me through through work it, 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 uh, that's 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 the purpose it serves um richie uh any other commentary on cream on crow uh i honestly any song by them uh seems to be really good background music that's what okay. i wrote it's like it's all all background music it is perfect if you want to have like a fun upbeat uh like party but you don't want people to be focusing on the music and you know focus on hanging out with each other but still mm-hmm. have something fun in the background this all of this okay uh, like if i wasn't going with cream on chrome mm-hmm. i'd go with like loud pipes okay or cherry or wild listen to both of those yeah yeah. Well, I couldn't pick Wildcat just because I had a bitch about the Wildcats <laughs> from a previous draft. Uh, I liked Wildcat. It had a random, like, uh, I don't want to say roar. Oh, no. That's it. Yeah. It's a roar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was random. I'll give you that. It was, but it was like beautifully timed. Ta- like, it literally stopped me. I was washing dishes, putting them away. And my phone was on the counter charging and I had my headphones in and I'm walking back and forth. And I literally stopped dead in my tracks and looked at my phone. Like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah, did I get a text? Did, I, did I, somebody change my text? Uh, <laughs> so the, the other one that I had uh, in much like soul wax, they'll do a lot of remixes. Uh, this is one that I stumbled upon, I think from watching Silicon Valley it was in the closing credits and it was a notorious big song called party and bullshit but they added this riff to it um i put it in the general chat i just take a few seconds and go listen to that uh it's it i don't know i think it's fucking rules i will put it on while uh oh wait so what are we going to do with this since we already picked the same uh, artist i guess we flew right through that one uh, yeah, so uh, do you do you want to just go to straight to Daft Punk or do you want to do Assemblage? Since we're done with Richie, I guess. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I figured we could bounce over to Chris and then back to uh, Cozy okay. to end it. All right. Take it easy now on me. This is my favorite artist of all time. Well, not of all time, but you know what I mean. Like, I really enjoy Assemblage 23's music, so take uh, her easy on me a little. Go, all right. uh, Richie. Well... I did not struggle too much with this one. Uh, Chris knows that I have listened to Assemblage and enjoy their music. Um, I did notice while trying to figure out what song I wanted to pick, all the vocals kind of sound the same. Like they're all kind of monotoned throughout the entire song. And that made it harder. Um, but the beats are just so different between each one. And it is kind of like Jimi Hendrix when he says like, I'm not a fan of my own vocals, but what else am I going to do type deal? <laughs> can't get, 
it's kind of what I got. Yeah. Working with what I got here. Um, I did go with uh, Damaged. That's a very touching song. Uh, honestly, the lyrics get super deep. All of the ones that I wrote down are... And I think Chris and I talked about this way back when he first showed me Assemblage. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all super deep. Yeah, he writes a lot of doom and gloom type. Yeah, very your depressing feels. music. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, I I really enjoyed Damaged. Um, yeah, that's all. But sir, okay. no, it's a good song. Um, so yeah, uh, not uh, not not bright and cheery, and uh, not not a lot of the I think of what Richie might be looking for in in fun. <laughs> not a lot of fun. There, he, has of a, fun. he has some upbeat tracks, but yeah, most of them are. Uh, how do you want to say depressing at, at times they have good beats but the lyrics are depressing yeah. yes um so i went with naked naked uh, um i i liked this uh but again you know it's it's like i said deep deeper <laughs> and um i a lot of a couple of the other tracks i noticed uh talking about living with regret or having regrets of choices made previously uh, but uh, I felt like, you know, it, it was uh, pretty good. Uh, I wrote down the, the 145 mark specifically in this track. Uh, really hit nice. So um, Naked. Naked was my pick. Is that when the beat finally kicks it? Because I know like the intro is a little slower on that one, but yeah. then it just finally kind of rips into that nice or whatever. It was on my list. Okay. That's a good one. All right. Um I had a hard time just because it is my favorite guy. There's Madman's Dream is amazing. Um, on the, uh, the other side of the wall is great. I'm trying to think, the cruelest year. Anyway, um, I went with Dark Flow. It's my favorite track. Uh, when I first heard it, I have heard a couple of his other ones like Damaged and Drive and stuff like that, and I was like, I really like this guy. And then all of a sudden, that one came on, and I was like, Holy shit! It just opened up a whole new realm of okay. I have to listen. Then I just went and listened to the, all of his discography from that from that point forward. <laughs> and he doesn't make a bad song. Yes, there are slower ones. Yes, there are monotone vocals. But um, yeah, if you're into his kind of depressing stuff, he got me through a lot of shit when I was going through a lot of shit. Uh, and one of those songs is on my list. Getting you, uh, oh, getting you through some shit. Yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh no let me be your armor oh man great one yeah yeah that, i was that's... back and forth between that one and damaged yeah uh, i and luckily for me i actually uh took some lessons from him on songwriting tom Shear is the guy's name i and, forgot you did that yeah so i got to do four zoom calls with him for an hour each session two no two hours each session so eight hours i got to spend with this guy just talking about music and breaking down his songs and uh me writing my own songs and sharing it with him and telling him to his face that he got me through some really bad times just with his depressing music which is weird (laughs) but everything he writes hits you like okay i've been there i get it at least i'm not alone so yeah good shit yeah and i I, (laughs) go ahead i can't say anything bad about assemblage like other than being more or less monotoned uh vocally 
that almost doesn't matter when it comes down to the meaning behind the songs, the uh, vocals he does choose to use and the beats behind each song. Like it, who cares if it's monotoned? Yeah. Yeah. It fits though. Like a lot of it fits. Um, If you're into it enough, you could check out him and his wife's project called Helix. Um, They just got married recently. So, Mari Katman, I believe her name is. So she's got a great voice. Helix. But finally, let's move on to Cozy's pick of uh, Daft Punk. The more housey techno stuff from me. <laughs> Richie, would you would you like? Oh man. Well, I'm not a huge fan of their older stuff. Uh I definitely prefer more of their features where they're the ones making the beats and not singing. You like Starboy? That is a good one. Okay. <laughs> also like uh, Get Lucky Okay. with uh, Pharrell. Um, however, I am going to go... I don't want to go with the obvious choice here because there is an obvious choice that Kanye remixed. Oh, uh, Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger. Okay. Yeah, oh. I'm not going to go with that one. I'm going to go with Instant Crush. With Julian Casablancas? <laughs> yes. Very nice. It was it was, uh, it was enjoyable. It was one that I... I was actually talking to my wife about this. I swear on my life they had like a Dark Horse album or something with a horse in their name because I had an, an old CD, but now I don't remember if it was them or if it was somebody else, but like... I don't know who else it would have been because it everything I looked uh, up was either uh Katy Perry or some guy named George something or other from like the 90s or Nickelback Dark Horse and that is not what I was <laughs> listening to. No. Could have been. <laughs> it huh. why don't get me wrong, I was listening to that, but that's not the one I'm thinking of. It'll come to you. What's that other band that's kind of like Daft Punk? Somebody knows sure what I'm talking about. Their name is like a, a drug. Fuck, why can't I think of their name? Their name is a drug. It's a drug, yeah. And I can't they're very popular electronic music. Jesus. It's not Dead Mouse. No. Their name is a drug. Like a literal drug. Methamphetamine. No. <laughs> it's like two or th- two or three words. Two or three words. Somebody listening to this episode is going to be like, "Fucking, it's this, you stupid idiots!" Yeah, like that's how I that's how I felt. I was like, I don't know what I'm thinking of, but I swear to God, I had this album. We'll come back to that. All right, yeah. Um, so, Instant Crush, I enjoyed it. I like that song. I'm persistent. Chemical Brothers. That's uh, not a, that's not a drug. No, no I'm thinking the, of Crystal Meth. The Crystal Method. <laughs> Yes. Nah, I, was, I wasn't far off with methamphetamine. Nope. But for some reason, it didn't click in my brain. Um, anyway, I went with Face to Face. Okay. Or Daft Punk. No? Not familiar. What album is that on? Uh, Discovery. Okay. Uh, it's got the similar formula to every other Daft Punk song that I listened to. Uh-huh. Um, but it didn't have the robot voice, which I liked. Um. And it has elements of dubstep a little bit that saved me from... I had a really hard time finding a Daft Punk song. I did not know I didn't like their stuff Okay, that much. I couldn't believe it. I was listening. I know around the world 
okay yeah because i played a uh, nba game and it was they played like every other song i was like oh yeah okay so but i didn't want to pick that i wanted to find like dive a little deeper and find something yeah so um so the song was great as far as like just the dubstepy stuff and the background vocal. And then this Justin Timberlake wannabe guy, though, came in with some vocals. I don't know who they got to sing on this track. If it's the guy in Daft Punk, I don't know. But um, he needs to be taken out back and shot. <laughs> uh, the I, other person here is listed as Todd Edwards. Hmm. So Todd that's, Edwards. that's my guess. Okay, well. Didn't I like see um, exactly what you're talking about. Did you listen to his voice? He sounds just like Justin Timberlake. <laughs> yeah, but like he just can't hit that actual vocal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like so the, the but this song kind of wraps up this game for me of diving deeper into an artist that you don't particularly like or you didn't know you didn't like because I I know who they are and. I would assume I liked them because I like the style, like Crystal Method. I like um, the other band, the Chemical Brothers. I like some of their stuff. Can't believe the other band. I can't think of that I really like that does this similar stuff. But anyway, um, I found one, got through it face to face. All right. Um, for me, um, again, this was this was more uh, discovery in early pandemic. But it's off of their first album, Homework. The song's called the track is called Rollin' and Scratchin'. And it's I like that progression of that track. And that knowingly, in some parts, it's probably a little unpleasant to listen to. The way that it, it progresses with some of just the synth sounds. Um, but I think because of that, it's I don't know, just like it's daring me to to try and like it. And it seems like otherwise, like why this this might hurt my ears. Um what was it called again one more time? Rolling and scratching. Okay. Go yeah, go go take a listen and let me know what you think. But yes, um, that's where I'm heading. Um and then an honorable mention, but this is off of uh random access memories, it's uh Giorgio by Marauder. And I watched separately an interview with him. He's like a 70s like techno synth keyboards guy who they are very much a fan of they when they were doing random access memories they invited him to the studio and they said you know would you would you please come and he was like all right look i'll come but i gotta bring i gotta bring my grandson with me he's a big fan of yours and they're like fine so they invite him in and he's like all right so what are we gonna work on uh what do you want me to play and they're like no 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 we're gonna do the music you tell us your life story. Hmm. And in front of him were three microphones. And he goes to the engineer afterwards because he tells a story of like, you know, his youth and, you know, playing songs in like the 60s and 70s and then the 70s and 80s. And he talks about, you know, how he envisioned music going to be in the future. And but there's three microphones in front of him. And he, so he goes to the engineer afterwards. And he's like, what is going on with this? And they're like, oh, well, the microphone to the left, that microphone is from like the 50s and 60s. The microphone in front of you was used in the 70s and the 80s. And the microphone to the right is used, you know, what's used in studios today. Huh. And 
when they recorded him telling the story about him growing up early on, they used the mic from the 50s and the 60s. When they talked about his career, they recorded on the mic from the 70s and 80s. And when he talked about, you know, the future of music, they used the, the microphone from today. And he was like, that's cool. Who the fuck is going to even know this? You know, when it comes time to the recording, it's like, oh, those two guys will. And it's just like, it meant that much to them to do that with him. That that's wow. how they recorded that part of the track. That's I won't lie, a though. hell of a story. Yeah. Isn't that something you can kind of hear, though? Like, even I guess if you're if you're an audiophile and you can recognize that and that, you know, those kinds of things, uh, you know, your ears can pick them up. Great. And that that's that's like an Easter egg for yourself, I guess. But like, I don't know if you think about it, like back in the day, you know, listening to, I don't know, 40s or 50s jazz music and you got the singer up on the stage using that weird dumb really bad mic <laughs> you yes. can hear the difference between that mic I'm I'm not even an audio genius but you can hear the difference you got a little more static you got uh easy to about, get feedback on those babies oh yeah <laughs> like you see any of those like black and white uh John Reagan talking on tv like you can hear the difference between that and a speech from say biden today who's, you know who's what i mean john who's john reagan you've stunned him <laughs> what the fuck was reagan's first name ronald reagan ronald. <laughs> holy fuck no he didn't just kennedy. do it again i was thinking of kennedy john, john kennedy yeah john reagan <laughs> <laughs> we could have let that slide but Cozy's like no i no. have to call them <laughs> i was like wait is it, is it some sort of jazz singer that i don't know about it was like he's talking about speeches the actor oh fuck me <laughs> oh my god oh man john reagan yeah That'll go down he's he's, he's uh he's running next <laughs> next term you can hear the difference is what I'm trying to say. George Nixon. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. We we will stop the heartbreak there. Just beat him into the ground. Oh, I can't believe I did that. That's so funny. I said it so confidently too. Yeah. That that <laughs> I I let it go. I was just like scrolling through uh, uh old iTunes here. And goes, he goes right to the who's John Reagan. I was just, I was literally about to look it up like an artist. <laughs> nope. Oh, Maybe it fuck is. Me. I'm sure there's a John Reagan out there. He he exists. He's a person. He's up there with sweaty. I'm still looking for sweaty. That's like the Bigfoot of Barker. Just for you, man. You didn't find out who it was? No. But uh my, our cousin. Big V, shout out to Big V. She put a thing out there like, hey, do you guys remember um, <laughs> what was that? What was the she pizza was looking place? for a recipe or something. Yeah, oh, recipe. Yeah. PYT. Uh, yeah, pizza wings and things, right? PWT, that's right. That was like our local pizza and wing shop, obviously, in Barker, New York, if you ever want to look that shit up. But she was looking for the recipe to their pizza sauce or something. I was like, yeah, and who the fuck is sweaty? Hoping someone out there would have been like, Oh yeah, I remember sweaty. 
and give me a name. No, no. How would, <laughs> would that happen? Oh, well, uh, have we reached the uh, logical end of our show? Bye. Bye.